Alright, hello folks. It is October 7th, 2020. It's Wednesday. And we're getting ready for week five. Let's fucking go. We're going to do some news and notes, practice report, and we're going to do a quick Thursday preview. But I first wanted to kind of just have a chit-chat with the listeners. Thanks for sticking in. I'm really doing this trial by fire. And uh, it's a little more daunting of a task than I thought to do, like five episodes a week. But trying to, you know, we got to stay on and we got to keep the... Keep the news flowing, the injury reports, who we're going to start. So, I'm mean, like, I did the last couple of weeks is like, you know, this whole year is a demo. I'm hoping to use this COVID year as a demo for the podcast, kind of learn as I go. But I'm definitely getting burned out a bit, and I think I'm going to change things up. I don't really like doing the Monday, like, reading the box scores. So, I might just go over who did well for fantasy and, like, not touch on every specific game. And on Thursdays, you know, I got Jaker on here doing our uh, pro-line guru betting report. And I think, you know, I don't really like previewing all the games on Saturday either. So the four games he picks for a ticket, I'm going to make him, I'm going to force him to preview those four games for fantasy. Because I kind of think betting and fantasy goes hand in hand if he thinks, you know, if he thinks the fucking, well, what could I use for example? If, I, if he thinks the Titans are going to win, because that's his team, then we could assume Derrick Henry has a big game on the ground. So I kind of want to like include betting with fantasy and see if it all kind of works out. And it takes a little, uh, lightens my load a bit on Saturday. So Thursdays, we're going to start previewing um, the week's matchups. So the four he wants to talk about. Then Saturday, I'll clean it up with the rest of the uh, the matchups for Week 5, and we'll have you ready for your Sunday games. All right, let's move on to news and notes. All right, so we woke up this morning. I guess I was already up at work, and I got a boom, a breaking news. Patriots star cornerback, the number one cornerback in the NFL, Stephon Gilmore, has tested positive for covid <clears throat> to follow that up, um, the Chiefs played Patriots, and all those tests came back negative. But I, there was a picture tweeted um, where Stefan Gilmore was face to face yelling in Patrick Mahomes' face, like just clearly spit and shit was getting in his mouth. Um, so I don't know how. I thought this morning my, my hot take was that was a bad look for the league that they played that Monday game and we were pretty much fucked. And now things are coming out. Like it, it was a rocky morning. Um, I'll keep going on here. Titans have two more positive players tested for COVID. That's terrible because I think they needed two days clean to go back to their facilities to practice. So that Titans-Bills game, folks, is up in the air. And I would start... Um, preparing now i would start pivoting away if you get a digs or an allen or something you might not have them this week folks i'm i'm sad to say um so yeah kind of started on the on a rocky morning 
that around the same time this all came out, there was a player on the Las Vegas Raiders have tested positive today. Um, during that same hour, something broke where the Titans, Bills, and Patriots, Broncos remain on schedule for Sunday at the moment. But the NFL is in the process of evaluating everything. Stay tuned. So um, it was a COVID morning. And an hour after that, um, the Saints are considering evacuating to Indianapolis on Thursday. Indianapolis. Wow, I can't talk. Um, Because of Hurricane Delta. So they have like a contingency plan put in place. So that game could get fucked up. In other news, I'll just keep rolling through the news and notes as I get kind of warmed up here. Uh, we talked about Sam Darnold. He's not expected to play. But the Washington football team is making a quarterback change. Kyle Allen. I don't know if you remember, but um, he was the quarterback last year pretty much for most of half, but more than half of the season for the Carolina Panthers. And he kind of helped DJ Moore break out. So the new quarterback for the Washington football team is now Kyle As- uh, ha- Kyle Allen. Dwayne Haskins has gone to the bench, but there's more to the story here. What I was told was Dwayne Haskins, for some reason, is now the third string quarterback. Um, Kyle Allen is now the starting quarterback. And Alex Smith will now back up Kyle Allen um, on the field, like on the bench. So uh, it's pretty crazy that you go from first string to third string. And I think everyone's kind of waiting for Alex Smith to take to take over. So this may, must be like the next kind of step or the next plan to get him in as quarterback. So I always liked um, Alex Smith. And um, we got to talk. What we have to talk about here is Terry McLaurin. Um, The way I see it, I mean, he looked like him and Haskins have a good rapport. But my theory is Haskins is so terrible that I think any quarterback, and I guess Kyle Allen's accuracy is terrible as well. um, But I think any quarterback at the moment is better for Terry McLaurin. So I'm taking this as a positive for the boy, my boy, Scary Terry. And I think this is going to raise him for fantasy. So if you're if you're in a league out there, I would try and trade for scary Terry McLaurin. He hasn't been doing bad though, so you're not really buying low. But I'm kind of buying low, as in he's had a low quarterback, and I could be buying, you know, I could get, it could be paying off in dividends later with a better quarterback to raise my Terry McLaurin stock. Another news, Le'Veon Bell has practiced today, so it looks like he's good to go this week. I'd be kind of scared to play him, just that Jets offense, but if you draft Le'Veon Bell in the fifth, the fourth, or fifth round, you need him to go, plug him in. Um, Julio Jones was not at practice today. I don't know, I think he's really banged up, folks. So if you're a Julio Jones owner, um, I'm sorry, man, and ladies. All right, moving on, Henry Ruggs is has returned to practice, so fade your Hunter Renfro's. 49ers quarterback Jimmy GQ Garoppolo will return to practice on a limited basis. Thank fucking God. Jimmy G's back. The Titans place Corey Davis on team's COVID-19 reserve list. So I dropped Corey, I dropped Corey Davis last week. 
He's now got the fucking COVID. So, um, yeah, drop that motherfucker. Former Dolphins and Jets running back, Kalen Balage At the Bellagio is visiting Chargers per the wire. They lost Austin Eckler. So, I just sped up this week on Justin Jackson and pretty much all my leagues. This is not good news. Um, Lamar Jackson misses practice with a knee injury. That kind of snuck up, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, Seahawks head coach uh, Carroll has already ruled out safety Jamal Adams for Sunday night's game versus the Vikings. So far up your Jeffersons. Casey Hamler, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, is ruled out for week five against the Patriots. This is one thing I wanted to bring up. This kind of leads me into my last part. We did waiver war last episode. I didn't talk about Tim Patrick, but he would be my... I didn't do an honorable mention for wide receiver. So if you're in a deeper league or if you're just fucked this week, if you like did your waiver war, not thinking about setting your lineup, and now you really need a wide receiver, Tim Patrick is a really good play. Not long-term, but for this week, I like Patrick. Patrick has 16 wreck, two tutties, 209 yards on the season. All right, let's get into Thursday's matchup. The Chicago Bears versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady is undefeated in his career against the Bears, boasting a 5-0 straight-up record and 3-1-1 against the spread. I don't think this matters that much, but um, I just forgot to mention Brady's on the road for this one. Speaking of quarterbacks, I did not like the look of Nick Foles last week um, in his matchup. So, I, you know, if you're in a really deep league or two-quarterback league, but I would not be starting Nick Foles at all this week. Uh, there's also another weird stat where the Chicago Bears have not allowed a touchdown to an opposing wide receiver yet this season. But I have a feeling that that's going to happen this week. So if you're doing prop betting, um, I could see Mike Evans squeaking in for a tutty. Maybe even Scotty Miller. That leads me to my kind of like injury report for this game. I waited to bring this up. The Bucks have ruled out wide receiver Chris Godwin due to a hamstring, running back with Sean McCoy due to an ankle, uh, wide receiver Justin Watson due to a chest injury, uh, Mike Evans' ankle, and Scotty Miller' hip and groin are questionable. Leonard Fournette is doubtful. So. I have been leaning Tampa this whole time, and I was going to lead Tampa this whole conversation, but I kind of got to remind myself the whole they're pretty banged up. Um, if we're just looking at injuries, they're pretty banged up. Scotty Miller is a good play for me this week, even though with that stat that the Chicago Bears are really good against wide receivers in the air. Um, I mean, the volume is going to be there for Scotty Miller. Another thing I wanted to bring up. Jimmy Graham, if we talk tight ends here, like who people ask me, like, what would you who would you play? Um, Gronk or Jimmy Graham. So let's just put that out there right now. I would believe I would go with Jimmy Graham this week. Um Cameron Brake caught a touchdown last week. We know that OJ Howard's out for the season, but I just need to see Gronk first. Like he just looks so weird out there right now. Um he easily could go off. He could be the guy, like with Godwin not out there, with 
I mean, last game we saw Evans kind of hobbling around the field the whole time, but he played pretty good. And like I said, Godwin's out. So maybe just by by chance, by necessity, we see a big Gronk game. Plus, he's been kind of getting used to playing football again. This is prime time. So for fantasy to be safe, conservative, I would go um, Jimmy Graham. <clears throat> but for I can see like a high upside play, I could see Gronk popping off. Because that would just make sense to me. Tom Brady, Gronk, prime time. They're going to want to pop, folks. David Montgomery has been running well for the Bears. And keep an eye on Patterson. Um, their, their third down back. Account. You know, he was a Patriots wide receiver kind of transferred into a running back. So I'd like to see him a little more and see what he looks like on the field. That's Cordell Patterson. He's a wide receiver. I think he's listed as a wide receiver in a lot of fantasy formats, but he's running as a running back with Tyreek Cohen on IR. On the other side of the ball, as mentioned, um, Shady is out, and so is Fournette. Because when you see a doubtful a couple days before, you know Fournette's out. So the new hotness here could be Keyshawn Vaughn. There's a lot of talk of his name and kind of this summer when I was prepping for drafts and whatnot. He is Tampa's third round pick. Um, people thought he was going to be the lead dog for this backfield. And then, and then Ronald Jones had a really good camp, you, you know, and I hate Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn was a good pick for me um, for this team because Ronald Jones, like I think he missed like six of nine passes last week. This is another thing I want to talk about. I'll finish my st- Talk about Keyshawn Vaughn, but make sure you remind me, folks, to talk about Ronald Jones. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, now I lost both of my thoughts. Fuck it. Let's jump back to Ronald Jones because I really got to get this off my chest. I think he lost. I didn't look at the stat up, but he, he, it's crazy that he had like nine targets. I think it was the sixth catch he dropped. The cameras caught Tom Brady just like give him such a disgusted look. I can honestly say... I'm not sure if Ronald Jones will get one more throw, pass thrown to him this season. That's how pissed Tom Brady is at Ronald Jones. And what I was going to say about Keyshawn Vaughn is I like that they brought him in. I liked what his – he's just a catching, like, receiving back. So he knows how to he, – he's good in pass pro, and he can, he can catch the ball. So he can block Tom Brady's blind side. He's not a big, dumb, fucking idiot like Ronald Jones. So – um, kind of you know my theory, folks. If you got an open spot, pick up the new Thursday hotness in case so you know people because I know people in your league are watching the game. So if you just by chance have an open spot, pick up Keyshawn Vaughn. This could be a big game for him, and then you can sell him high because you get the whole world watching the guy blow up on your bench. When they saw the ball, I mean, I already talked about wide receivers for Tampa. You pretty much got Scotty Miller for pass catchers and Gronk. Um, Allen Robinson on the other side is the only wide receiver I would fire for the Bears. But he's been looking like a lot better-ish, I would say, with Nick Foles. Not great, but uh, you're going to need him to go. So just make sure, folks, a little friendly reminder. If these players were potentially flex players, move them into your regular slot so you have more flexibility on Sunday. Especially with COVID, you really need to make that happen this week. We need all the flexibility we can get. Uh, enjoy your Thursday game. 
we'll be me and Jake will be recording tomorrow, uh, but it'll be up after the game is over, or maybe I'll post it at halftime. But it's more so for your Friday morning commute. Um, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe us on Facebook and Instagram. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure it's a five star.